we were in the ice cream section and she's like, oh, look, Paw Patrol. They have Paw Patrol ice cream. Why are they there? And I was, <laughs> I turned to her and I was like, because uh, kids like Paw Patrol. And she's like, yeah, but why are they on there? And I was like, because this ice cream company wanted to put Paw Patrol on there to try to sell it to kids because it's really popular. And, and the lady next, like lady kind of like two doors down kind of was like, fuck, like staring at me, like, trying to explain how... You know, Mar- fucking marketing works. Marketing works to a fucking three year old. She's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. That totally makes sense. And then we you know, <laughs> yep. kept walking. And you're definitely not tell getting her how it. corporations are evil. And <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, we're working there. We're moving there. The, I'm going to wait till first grade. Because the Scorpion King isn't a wildly popular thing with three year olds in 2021 America. Yeah, totally. Or like a Serbian film wouldn't yeah, sell yeah, a lot yeah. of ice cream. Man, bite, man, man bites dog or the bad lieutenant or not. Yeah, totally. Like, bad lieutenant ice cream pops. <laughs> we went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny. Of business, progress, and the USA. USA. Alright, well, uh, welcome back to How the West is Fuck. If you joined us last week, we were talking about what oh. is probably. Oh. <laughs> West was fun. Uh, nice we're talking try, about what was probably. I'm just gonna plow through uh, America's first serial killer, probably, possibly, in Austin, who was pre- preying primarily on servant girls. Uh, happened to be primarily. Well, there was a mix of Swedish in there, but it's primarily African American servant girls, and yeah. sometimes their boyfriends, and sometimes their kids. Uh, but uh, which earned them the name of uh, the servant girl annihilator. So we're gonna we're gonna keep on trucking with part two. Well, at this point, everyone girl th- annihilator. The the consensus is that it's a gang of people called the servant girl annihilators. Which, yeah. Again, mm-hmm. cool fucking band name. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start writing songs for that band. <laughs> Get like, Doesn't matter that if it's not a real band. Well, we'll just get like Erica and, and Malia and like Mari to play in it. Be yeah, fine. I think you should just get Gwar to wear dresses. That'll be fine. Oh, there you, you go. You can. Well, there'll, there'll be a song that's uh, covering that. If you love it, then you better put a ring on it. But it's going to be about putting a cock ring on, on their fucking boyfriend. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. I don't know what song you're talking about. Uh, I can't think right now. My brain says Aaliyah, but Aaliyah's. Uh, it's uh, Destiny's Child. Yes, that's that super famous girl. Goddamn, we're a bunch of fucking old fart <laughs> punk rockers that don't know anything about popular music, and it fucking shows. All right, Taylor, Taylor Swift. No, it's Taylor Spears. That's what it is. Taylor Spears, Billy Ellish. She was in the Austin Powers movie. You behave, baby. <laughs> I doubt um, it. I fucking doubt it. Uh, are we going to do Jay Z? Yeah, what, yeah. Frau Frau Blucher. No. Oh that's... yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> from the militant wing of the Salvation Army. <laughs> what the fuck? Aren't they all? Mm-hmm. Okay, so where were we at? So they have the guy named Captain Hennessy. He's in town from the detective agency from Houston. Beyonce! It was Beyonce. God oh, damn it. it. Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Beyonce. Hey. So he got back in town after lying about how, talking to the people with severe head injuries and saying that they're putting up all these statements. Uh, then the reporter goes to talk to him and they're just kind of blathering vegetables. Um Vegetables, 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 vegetables. You said the guy was uh, Captain Hennessy, though? Mm-hmm. So Which you is look like up... Captain Morgan, but... Right, well, because, like, Richard Hennessy, it wasn't him, I don't think, but, uh, because he is, I don't think, ever made it to the States, but, uh, he is, uh, Irish military officer known for founding the, Henne- the Hennessy Cognac dynasty, so not far mm. off from Captain Morgan. And then there's also uh, David Hennessy, who is police chief in New Orleans. Is that the guy we're talking about, or no? No, he was no. part of the uh, the fake Pinkertons. This guy was mm-hmm. right. Well, it's close enough to New Orleans where they could fake Pinkerton him, right? Well, he's not quite fake Pinkerton. He's just uh, their own agency that said they were in contact with the Pinkertons every day. That's what I meant. Like, uh, right? Yeah. What the fuck were they called? Uh, that I don't remember, but... Yeah, last week some, was so long ago, I can't fucking Houston. remember. Anyway. Well, this but, other Hennessy, this other Hennessy apparently got blasted by a bunch of gunmen with sawed-off shotguns. So That's very possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and, and then also, isn't it... Oh, I suppose it's Dr. Hennessy, not Captain from uh, Life Aquatic. Like Jeff Goldsboom char- character. Oh, yeah. Captain like, Dr. Mr. Hennessy. Yeah, What's your dog's name? Uh, Cody? Be still, Cody. Whack. This is Captain Hennessy. You have trespassed on a private facility. The Coast Guard is being alerted by a satellite. Again, this is Captain Hennessy. Immediately leave the private Play some, play that Devo song right here. Okay, now we're good. Um, so he said uh, that maybe Lucinda Body misidentified uh, Woods in her delirium, um, and that Trig, the the teenager, could have exaggerated parts of his story. But Hennessy said for sure that Townsend was head of this gang that's killing everybody. So yeah. on Saturday night, uh, October third, a week after attack. So this has been going on almost a year. Hennessy uh, told the marshal that he had new evidence linking Alec Mack. That was the guy who drank out of the white bucket. Ooh. Uh, the, so the marshal goes along, but the police sergeant didn't. He kind of lost all confidence in Hennessy because it seems like he's just making all this shit up, which he was. Right. Yep. <laughs> uh, Mack was beaten uh, as he tried to resist. <laughs> as you just kind of tried to defend yourself. Yeah, because you didn't do anything and some fucking asshole's beating the shit out of you. 
fuck? And they wake up the whole neighborhood in the process. Uh, Mac maintained his innocence, though. Then he then he turned into a puddle of goo and fucking slid away. Oh, sorry, that was an Alex Mac joke. What's an Alex Mac? Yeah, that, I, that you're older than me. <clears throat> what? It was a sh it was a show on Nickelodeon when I was a kid. Oh. oh. I don't. Yeah. I don't know this person. I'm Alex Mack. I was just another average kid until my first day of junior high. One minute I'm walking home, the next there's a crash and I'm drenched in some weird chemical. And since then, <laughs> nothing's been the same. A uh, high school chick that got douched with, like, chemicals from a uh, nuclear laboratory. And then she could make shit levitate with her mind, and she could also turn into a pu puddle of, like, mercury and flow under doors. Oh, and apparently she likes wearing a ball cap on backwards. All the time. From, and in this picture, it looks like she turned gold. Like her skin mm. is gold. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Okay. What does this have to do with MacGyver? Oh, her name was Alex Mack. And the oh, guy's name okay. was, like, Alec Mack, I believe. Ah, mm -hmm. it's a hell of a stretch. Keep going with the that comic sans, please. Anyway, he was released, and he goes straight to the paper and accuses the marshal and Captain Hennessy that they wrapped a rope around his neck to hang him. Uh, this was known as uh, N-word neck stretching. Oh, that's <laughs> this pleasant. is kind of where you almost kill him, but not to try to get oh, him to so confess. Oh, it, so it's, it's kind of like waterboarding then. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. only... Potentially even more fatal and totally yeah, one up. one little oopsie and it's I mean just fucked up on its face. That's wow. how David Carradine went. Uh, he just did to himself from though. NXS. Uh, but the marshal denied it. But the public kind of gave up on uh, oh the noble detectives. That's who Hennessy worked for. The noble detectives. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, one assistant went to a bar to gather gossip, but he drank too much and fired his pistol into the ceiling, <laughs> which broke the city ordinance of not having any guns in town. Don't bring your guns to town, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't take your guns to town, son. Leave your guns at home, Bill. Don't take your guns to town. So in October, the mayor canceled their contract with Noble. But they did offer a re reward of $250 to any evidence that would lead to the arrest of the Servant Girl Annihilators. There's got to be a metal band at least called the Annihilators. It, I believe sure. there's a punk band right. called the Annihilators. Very likely. Uh, to hopefully get some money, Austin citizens came to the police station and gave them names of any black guy that they knew. <laughs> some just play paging <laughs> through the phone books. God damn it. <laughs> Because if you're black in the day, you had a letter C printed after your name. <laughs> oh. Are you fucking serious? No. Yep. Oh, this is 1885 Christ. where the telephone and electricity were kind of real in their infancy there. So Right, when half the telephones were actually going through the barbed wire fence. Mm -hmm. I know what it is. I have a movie called The Annihilators. It's I was like, going to say, yeah, I, it's I like just a, looked up The Annihilators. 1985. Yep. Boy, it looks it looks like something you'd fucking watch. It's fucking sure. trash. Yeah, I, I have it on tape. 
1972 in Vietnam. Move out. They were trained to be the best in the worst hell on earth, the Annihilators. Now in 1985, in the back streets of an American city, one of them stood up for justice and paid with his life. And together, his buddies are coming back for the ultimate revenge. The home front is the battlefield. They're going to teach a neighborhood how to fight back. There's going to be a lot of mad punks around here. And together, they're going to prove they can make a difference. Who the hell are these guys anyway? The Annihilators. I got a busload of your kids. And even though the war is over. Let's go. We're the only hope they've got. I'm going to start throwing out this kid. The real battle has only just begun. And for a neighborhood in trouble, they're coming to the rescue. Soon, every town in America is going to want him on their side. They're the new heat on the street. The Annihilators. Coming soon from New World Pictures. In Vietnam, they fought for their country. Now they're fighting for their friends. Yep. <laughs> it's funny because I, I I would think that like lives or something like that to where yeah, it's like yeah. real imminent danger, but they're like, now they're fighting for their friends. No, they're straight up dragon sound. Yeah, like, totally. <laughs> totally. Only with guns. Can't the ninja. Yep. Oh, we haven't played one of those songs in a while on the show. <laughs> All right, let's listen to the whole song right here. Mm -hmm. Let's listen to the whole All album. of them. Both songs. <laughs> So the police did make some arrests. They arrested a black man named James Thompson, uh, who was supposedly overheard talking about the, doing the killings at a bar. Uh, a 14-year-old boy was arrested for carrying a knife, but then was released. I love that this motherfucker's M.O. is like never to be seen, right? Like never show his right. face. Nobody knows what he looks like. All they got is footprints. And he's, they think he's in a bar like, hey, man, I'm going to do some crimes. You want to check this yeah, out? Yeah. This is what I'm planning on doing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking skeptical cat is skeptical. Yeah, no what shit. The fuck? Fucking. Well, I don't want to make out that they were racist towards everybody. But they were racist towards fucking everybody. <laughs> they also followed a Malaysian man named Maurice. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Who would get beastly drunk and wander the streets at night. Beastly uh, drunk. But after a few nights of watching him walk up and down the street drunk, he did nothing suspicious. Aww. So that's something. But remember Maurice for later, though. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's the same. Was, it, was Maurice a cook? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they also, uh, alias may, may, may also be Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Malaysian or Alaskan. No, it's like because uh, white people are stupid, and uh, there's a Malaysian guy that uh, call himself a uh, sailor in Malaysian, which the word is Lasker. And so, of oh. course, uh, of course, oh, Alaska. No, no. So, uh, yeah, so <laughs> it got bastardized to Alaska. Never mind. We'll get there. Uh, of course, you know, everybody's kind of paranoid. Uh, one black old woman, a former slave named Aunt Tempe. She locked and barred her windows and doors and kept a lantern lit all night during the night. Of course, which seemed safe, 
Until you tip it over and the cabin goes up in flames. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Till somebody finally got inside and dragged her out. Aunt Tempe, who gripped him and with charred fingernails, screamed and then died. Oh, oh man. No. Fuck. Um, <laughs> you just can't win. You, you can't. You can't win. No. So at <sighs> this point, we have five dead bodies. Uh, wasn't clear if rape was involved, but many were half naked and their organs exposed. Uh, kind of left in full view for everybody to see. So these are kind of like Jack the Ripper were kind of works of art. So finally, where the street kind of shifted away from the big gang into like well-planned murders of one dude. So one reporter dubbed him the Midnight Assassin. The term serial killer didn't even exist in 1885. Oh, the other uh, thing too, um, O. Henry, the guy who wrote all those stupid stories, was actually uh, an aspiring writer in Austin at the time too. Oh, yeah. So this is where he gets his uplifting stories from is <laughs> this stuff. I know I've read O. Henry back in the day, but man, I can't. Re- oh, I do. Re- okay. At least the gift of the Magi. Remember the gift of the Magi. So 11 months after the first murder, uh, the boyfriend who was first knocked in the head was indicted for murder. God damn it. Uh, the DA was the younger brother of the mayor, James Robertson. Uh, he was elected the the position when his opponent, James Sheeks, was arrested for drunk driving a carriage and going too fast. Whoa, you get, they had DUIs back then? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? So he won default because the other guy dropped out of the race. Whoa. So he was making crude remarks at women and driving too fast and drunk. So it's Probably the te- horse was drunk, too. So it's just Texas on, yep. like, an average Saturday? It's like you go to like temple, temple and hang out on a street corner, and you will see that still. It just happened day. to be a, a fucking someone running for uh, you know public office. That fucking hasn't changed. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you mentioned him already, but the goat—that's the mayor of the one town, Clay Henry, oh. or Hen- yeah, there was like two different ones. Oh yeah, oh. if you didn't get the goat a beer, he would get headbutted while you're walking oh, down sh- the road in this sh- one town. Shit, hardcore. <laughs> I was thinking of more like Kiki Friedman, you know, and his political career. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. that? He is a uh, uh, Texas uh, musical genius. Troubadour. Troubadour type that uh, ran for what, governor? Mm-hmm. That I think was, he came um, in third or something. Right. Mojo Nixon heavily endorsed his campaign and even re- re- even redid uh, Elvis is Everywhere to be Kiki is Everywhere. But then Kiki got an open container for uh, riding in a parade on uh, on St. Patty's Day, and somebody handed him a Guinness while he's riding in the back of a convertible. Oh, come gave, on, man. And they gave him an open container. You yeah. going to take him out because of that shit? That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit move, man. I'm proud to be an asshole from El Paso. Lucky somebody didn't shoot him in the head from the... I guess I'd, I'd rather get I'd rather get a DUI than shot in the head. I guess. Right, it is Texas. There's a lot of options, and none of them are always that good. Mm-hmm. The uh, shooting pains. Uh, maybe I could find the song too. That they have a song about uh, getting a DUI on a paddle boat. Just awesome. Yep. <laughs> 
This is a true story about a friend of mine who was once stopped by the cops, forced out of his vehicle, and given a sobriety test. That vehicle was a paddle boat. But the city elections were weeks away, so they want to kind of get this over with. Um, might have been possible that Mayor Robertson wanted to look like he was doing something about the murders, and he wanted to win his re-election. The one lone black alderman lost his seat to a former captain of the Confederate Army. Yeah, motherfucker. Just got a sting. Uh, white residents organized anti-colored movement to get him out of office. Uh, the murders they, they thought were done by a black guy and that the black race can be trusted with any responsibility. Son of a bitch. <sighs> so, yeah. Race plays a, a little bit of a, something to do with this. Oh, just a touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, one week later, the trial began, but there was no new evidence. Uh, Robertson, the DA, claimed Spencer hit himself over the head with an axe, which is easy to do. <laughs> After one day, the DA arrested his case. Uh, a few witnesses were called for defense, uh, saying despite a few headaches, Spencer went back to work at the brickyard. He played on an all-colored baseball team and led a peaceful life for the last 11 months. Uh, he was quickly acquitted, though, so there is some justice in the Fuck. world, I guess. Yes. Goddamn. Um, so the public's kind of getting mad that nothing's being done about this. So a guy named Lee was replaced as the marshal. Uh, a Texas Ranger named James Lucy was hired. So one of his first few days on Christmas Eve, he's out patrolling the streets. When a man gall- uh, galloped up on horseback and said a woman had been chopped to pieces... And it was Mrs. Hancock, and Mrs. Hancock was a white lady. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. Call the fucking feds. Now. Mm-hmm. And it's Christmas Eve. Ah. You're mm-hmm. fucking with white people and Jesus. <laughs> Hold on to your ass. Now Texas will do something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Susan Hancock was 43. She was the wife of a prosperous car- carpenter named Moses. She had two deep wounds in her, fr- in her head from an axe and one on her cheekbone, uh, one between her left eye and the ear, which cut into the brain. Uh, her right ear had been punctured by a rod of sorts again. She was still alive. Oh, man. Breathing God damn it. With, quote, cupfuls of blood pouring from her mouth. Uh, her husband had been sleeping in a separate room next to his wife's. He was awakened at 12 in the morning by noise. He went to go see. Uh, the window was open with blood on the window, and he followed it out to the yard where Susan was laying. Then he saw a man run down the alley, but couldn't get a good look at him again. So he doesn't know whether he's black or white. Uh, but he does throw a rock at him and yell at him. <laughs> hey, you... Who won the Super Bowl? You know, there's been a lot of problems with like people getting shot in the back, you know, without uh, what do you call it, due process in this country. But at some point, some of these guys need to start shooting whoever's running away from these like crime scenes in the back. Or you know, you know, if you're gonna shoot someone while they're running away, if you have to, shoot them in the fucking leg. Then you can walk up on them and figure some shit out. Yeah, that's... You could still bleed out, though. Well, and it's technically 
uh, still deadly force, so you're not supposed to do that. But yeah, I don't know if that was the case in the 1800s, but it's just getting disappointing that so many people apparently see somebody running away and they just can't catch them. Yeah, or you know, but well, maybe maybe that's why this guy leaves them alive. You know what I mean? He does his little brain pokey experiments, leaves them alive, so that when person finally does come out. They'll deal with the alive, somewhat alive person first, right? Priority instead of fucking chasing asshole down the down the road. Yeah, I guess. Fuck. I mean, like I said, it's it's Texas. You expect the these motherfuckers are like, you know, right around like roping like wolves and shit, and like do all this other shit, but they can't catch somebody running down an alley. I guess is their city the, slickers. Oh well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So while the police are investigating this, another person gallops up on a horsey and says, it's Eula Phillips. She's been cut in two. So Eula, that's spelled E-U-L-A. I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'm pronouncing that right or not. I'm probably not. But it sounds good. I assume so. Uh, She was 17 years old. She was married to the son of a prominent architect. And she was regarded as one of the most hottest ladies in Austin at the time. I don't know if they had Maxim Magazine at the time, but... Well, now she's the top two hottest ladies. <laughs> oh, there's actually, there's actually pictures of Eula. No, oh, she's, she's pretty. You know. Send me that shit. I'm working on it. Well, after that, she gets an axe wound directly above her nose, though. Her forehead split in two. Then she was kind of posed like a crucifix, like Jesus Christ pose, so you could play that oh. song now, because that's not at all vomit-inducing. Noises only dogs can hear. Uh, and then she had three pieces of wood ceremoniously placed on her stomach. Three pieces what of what? that means. Wood? Wood. Why? Because reasons. I mean, uh, it seemed like husband. a good idea at the time. I got nothing. Well, why'd she get chopped up? You know, we can't even answer that. How the fuck am I supposed to know about the wood? <laughs> her husband, Jimmy, was still at the house with the gash under his ear. He was in a stupor, unable to communicate at all. Uh, so this kind of gets the attention of white people in town. Uh, they panic. Uh, they basically stay up all night and grab their guns and watch over their wives. Which they should have been doing months ago. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some gather downtown under the gas lamps, because, you know, they did have gas lamps at this time. And finally, it was sunrise. It was Christmas Day, so this is a good way to start your Christmas. Right. So uh, Lucy, the new marshal, had the usual sus- suspects rounded up. The Oliver Townsend, Doc Woods, Alec Mack. And they all take their footprints to compare with the one from the blood at the crime scene. Like a year ago? Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, The mayor and aldermen had a meeting on what to be done. Some favored uh, lynching. But in the end, the mayor allowed Lucy and another 20 deputies. And Lucy called the Pinkertons to come down from Chicago. And they got new bloodhounds, too, so they're they're on the case. Don't go anywhere. How the West Was Fucked will be right back. This is a paid presentation for Total War and More, brought to you by Bronson Swagger Industries. 
Hi, I'm Craig Woodruff Nelson here with my partner Judy Woodruff Nelson. Welcome to the Total War and More Hour here on the BSI Shopping Network. Now, you may be aware of our competitor, Todd Woodruff, over there at Guns, Germs, and Steel. Let's first get this out of the way. Yes, the rumors are true. He is my brother, but after this short presentation, I think you'll all agree who the better businessman is. Okay, Dad. All right, first up, beautifully displayed here in Judy's palm is not really a weapon per se, but actually an ammunition. We call it the Total War and More Knife Blast. Knife Blast is an extra large shotgun round stuffed with tiny knives. This isn't your run-of-the-mill shrapnel, okay? Each cartridge is filled with honest-to-goodness miniature Bowie knives, hand-sharpened in Malaysia. Go ahead and open one, Dad. Okay, Judy, bring out the next one. Just look at the way that thing hangs off the shoulder. I'm so excited to showcase this one, folks. All right, what we have here is our tippy-top-of-the-line Total War and More Battle Musket. This puppy is over four feet long with a six pound axe head attached for the traditional bayonet would be, I mean, talk about versatility. You could reenact the US Civil War or take down a cybernetic elf street samurai on Council Island. It's called Shadowrun, not fucking space D&D, okay, Pops? Finally, we come to Total War and More's flagship product. Is someone making you mad? Are you looking to place the blame on a family member or significant other and then get away as quickly as possible? Then you need the escape goal! Whoa, whoa, there's Judy. Gotta be slow, we don't want to spook him. This baby is a live goat. Strapped with two SpaceX Mini Falcons. Are you in Roseburg, Oregon, being ridiculed for rolling for initiative and attack with a beautiful one-of-a-kind set of Dragonbone dice instead of getting a job? Well, with the escape goat, you could be in Chattanooga before you can say, you're not my real father. Can't make up your mind now? Come to the Total War and More Brick and Mortar store, located right across from weak-ass guns, germs, and steel inside the Mile City Westfield Shopping Center, adjacent to the Orange Julius, and remember, my brother doesn't have real biologically harmful chemicals. But I do. A Bronson Swagger Company. Morning of December 27th, the police arrest two men that were on the train from Austin. They had blood on their clothes. They were poor, uneducated white brothers, JT and JP Norwood. <laughs> JP uh, and JT. <laughs> they, they had, had another blood brother, on their JR, clothes. and fucking JS, yeah, JQ, JA, JGP, JC. They had blood on their clothes because they got into a fight the day before with themselves. Sure, they did. Uh, they said they weren't even in Austin Christmas Eve. They were, quote-unquote, investigated, which means beat and released back to their farm. So Mrs. Hancock finally dies on the 27th. The store in Austin uh, called J.C. Pet Mickey, not J.C. Penny's. Uh, they were selling tons of guns and ammo, as you do at the time. Right. And uh, little Derringers, which were boob guns for the ladies. Like to just call them boob guns because that's where you keep them. Well, that's that makes me think of that. Do you ever play that fucking? Uh, there was a game in the late nineties uh, based on the the Doom engine. It was called a uh, uh, Red Deck Rampage. Oh yeah, where aliens steal your prize pig and you got to get it back. So you're yeah, like, yeah. Speak, <laughs> speaking of Mojo Nixon, he did the whole fucking. Well, he did. He did like a couple. He did a couple songs on the soundtrack. The Reverend Horton Heat was on there too. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And and Cement Pond and a couple other fucking Bucko Nine was on there. <clears throat> but yeah, no, there cool. there's a there's a uh, one of the mini bosses is a uh, fucking this like dominatrix looking alien chick with like, giant like giant triangular titties, kind of like a uh, Madonna in the eighties. But when okay. you it, when you defeat her, her bra drops on the ground and you can put it on. And it just shoots. It's like a fucking machine gun, like shoots out of the nipples. I'm going to have to open up a can of whoop ass on you now. So finally on the 29th, the Pinkertons arrive. Uh, The mayor mayor guaranteed them $3,000 for 90 days work. After that, the mayor pulled out the cigars and congratulated them and asked about their bosses, the famous brothers William and Robert Pinkerton. The men said they don't work for them. What they they work for Matt Pinkerton? Oh God! Uh, the mayor had wrong, uh, hired the wrong detective agency. Dude, this is the uh, fucking Four Seasons uh, fucking press conference, like all yep. over. Oh again. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Four Seasons gardening. Yeah, fuck yeah. Wow. So Matt Pink Matt Pinkerton was not related to the famous Pinkertons. He did work for them for one night as a night watchman uh, years ago. But was fired for incompetence. <laughs> God. The real Pinkertons released a statement to the papers that Matt was a, a con man and was capitalizing on his last name. But uh, all this the mayor did not know at the time. Excellent. <laughs> so this bogus Pinkerton company had never investigated a murder case. There was no record of who Matt sent to Austin. But it could have been the persons who took his correspondence class. So basically, you know, the I want to draw a pirate. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Uh, oh, the school we talk about cor- every fucking episode? Yep. <laughs> yep. So they had one of those for the fake Pinkerton. You Basically, you get a Pinkerton badge in the mail <laughs> for taking this correspondence class. Yeah, this is Trump University also <laughs> on top of it. Mm-hmm. So the mayor decided not to tell anybody this for for good reason. Uh, and then he ups the reward for uh, for the murders for one thousand dollars for the white women, not the, not the black ladies. God damn it! Of course not. Um, so they get new tips, but none turn out. Uh, Marshal Lucy decides to round up all the city's tramps and vagrants and sell them all cigarettes. And, well, no, he puts them on a train out of town. Oh, okay. Uh, but after New Year's E or New Year's, so now we're into the next year. A man steps forward with an info about Eula Phillips. Uh, his name was Thomas Bales. Her husband, Jimmy, was quite the drinker and would be abusive when he uh, he would come home from the bars. And that Eula was stepping out to the hotel and that would rent by the hour. Oh. And Eula came out there Christmas Eve. So she was out on the prowl. I guess... You don't really blame somebody for stepping out if you're getting smacked around at home. Right. Yeah, if you're just waiting at home for a drunk guy to show up and beat the shit out of you, yeah, fuck yeah. that. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. So the quote-unquote madam of the hotel said Eula would come there to meet three different lovers. Uh, none of the men told her their names. Uh, the police surmised that husband Jimmy did the murder out of jealousy, then slammed himself in the head with an axe. God damn it. Oh, I self, really don't believe that. Self-inflicted no. uh, uh, axe, axe, axe wound. wound. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, 
the same man Thomas Bale said that was Mrs. Hancock's killer was her husband, too. Uh, both ha- husbands managed to hack their wives to death in the hour, which doesn't seem feasible. No. But both husbands were fond of alcohol. Uh, Mrs. Hancock was making plans to secretly move to Waco with her sister. According to her sister, Bales had run for Marshall the year before, but not, not received one vote. Uh, he might have been in it for the reward money or the fame that he thought he was due to him since he was kind of a loser. Makes it even more complicated. Right. Yeah. But uh, January 31st, a black woman servant was found dead with uh, three axe wounds to the head down in San Antonio. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, on down to San Antonio. Uh, this time there was an obvious suspect. Uh, she was getting divorced at the time, so the husband was known to be violent. Uh, but when they found him, he didn't have any blood on him. Uh, and he, they couldn't break the, his alibi being at the hotel that night. So without an arrest, this murder was connected to the Austin murders, even though they have no evidence of it. Better evidence than they usually have. Mm-hmm. In late February, Jimmy Phillips went to trial, uh, still delirious from his wounds. So they put the trial back to start May 2nd. Two days later, news broke that the Pinkerton detective uh, got word that the new suspect was found. Um they went to that she went to meet with a distinguished politician, Uh-oh. a quote, a prominent state officer and active con- con- candidate for governor. So only one man fits that description uh, state comptroller William J. Swain. Bill Swain. So now they're getting, getting some mudslinging into the same, <laughs> into the same murder raps, too. Uh, Swain, of course, denied knowing Eula Phillips. Uh, the telegram came from Waco. That also happened to be the home of Swain's opponent, Saul Ross, who was the same guy who rescued Cynthia Parker, Cynthia Ann Parker. Oh, really? Uh, yep. That was her uncle or, yeah. And he was a Confederate war hero too, but not much of a politician. So he's kind of trying to get elected here. Confederate war hero is one of those things that sounds awesome when you say it. Confederate war hero, but it, all it means is like number one terrorist, <laughs> kind of yeah, best terrorist of all. <laughs> uh, Mayor Robinson had enough of the fake Pickertons. He kind of paid him the balance and told him to leave. As they're just like standing around apparently and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Also in Austin at the time, they actually have a kind of a progressive um, insane asylum um, that actually kind of treated the prisoners, or not prisoners, but patients. Prisoners. (laughs) Yeah, you can say it. They they treat them like flowers. Somewhat progressively for 1885. They just dump water on them and feed them dirt. Mm -hmm. So that guy, Dr. Denton, was calming rumors that they're escapees from the lunatic asylum, but they only had one escapee the whole last year. Um, at the same time, he also had to commit his own son-in-law, who was the superintendent of the insane asylum. What? Uh, <laughs> so this guy's a little nutso, too. Well, uh, was he nutso from being 
mentally damaged by working in a hellscape of an insane asylum, or <laughs> was it simply like the lead in his hat getting into him, or what? Uh, probably the lead in his hat. He was doing some weird stuff. Define weird uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. So he was shipped off to another asylum in North Texas. Uh, they didn't have any records of what kind of insanity he had, and his friends wouldn't really believe it because he seemed normal. Uh, but Denton was successful, so no ugly rumors came out about the son-in-law. But it is kind of strange that he gets shipped off at this time, though. Yeah. Uh, May 24th, Jimmy Phillips' trial began. Uh, Jimmy was just kind of staring at the wall, still not recovered from his wounds. Um, Jimmy's sister testified that once Eula hid from Jimmy after he tried to attack her uh, at a poor black woman's house. So they were hanging out at a black lady's house and he came to attack her. So. Clutch your pearls, everybody. Oh. And her sister testified about her going to that seedy motel. Uh, the madam of the hotel... Uh, her name was Tobin. Tobin's Spirit Guide, official Ghostbusters edition. Let's take a PKE reading here. Um, she named the names of who she was seeing, um, which was John T. Dickinson. He was secretary of the committee to build the Capitol. Uh, Benjamin Baker, who was the state superintendent of schools. And William D. Shelley, a clerk in the comptroller's office whose father was the law partner of one of Jimmy's defense lawyers. She was kind of swinging for the fences, huh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the other two people she didn't know. Uh, she didn't know the name of the... She didn't name the comptroller, who everybody suspected, though. Uh, the three named were outraged and said Tobin was paid by their opponents. Which is not um, unlikely either, you know, in this time period. And Jimmy showed his footprints in ink, but they were too small. Uh, everyone assumed Jimmy would be going home, but the jury found him guilty. What the fuck? What? So this poor guy who can't even form a sentence because he's got brain injuries. Yeah, and that's whose feet don't match the murderer's feet. Right, and he's the mm-hmm. one that they were like, oh, he gave himself the axe wound to his head. Is that the right. guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. So Swain, the comptroller, that was kind of named by rumor, uh, he tried to shake the murder rumors, but in the end he lost to Saul Ross for the nomination for governor there. Uh, four weeks later, the Court of Appeals overturned Jimmy's case, though, during the la- lack of proof. No shit. Well, yeah, no shit, because no there's not just lack of proof, like complete contradictory evidence. Yeah. So, holy shit, they actually did something somewhat right? Okay. So let's bring on Moses Hancock, if you remember him, which I don't, because there's too many names already. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is like a fucking gangster movie. Uh, he was the uh, divorcing husband to one of the murder victims. His trial began in June. Oh, that would have been Susan Hancock, the other white lady. Oh, the chick that, that was, was on. She was stepping out to the hotels to go. No, because that was Eula, wasn't it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway. One of the two white ladies that were murdered. Yes. That were the Christmas Eve ones. Um, his daughter testified he never beat his mother. A sheriff Hornsby came to the stand and said that the killer was a Negro, 
while he shot resisting arrest in February 1886. Nathan Elgin, in that his footprints matched and he was missing a toe, even though the reports never mentioned a missing toe. Right. <laughs> so blame this other black guy. Well, the thing is, though, I did. I, I, I looked up something about that Elgin cat, and apparently they actually... Uh... But if you're missing a toe, that kind of rolls you out. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Well, no, it, it well, it's missing a toe, but like they're saying, some of the footprints they were finding were missing toes too. Or is that not what your shit was saying? Because that's what my shit was saying. No, oh, it's possible. I didn't see one way or the other. So, right, I, I uh, yeah, and also that Elgin cat, he was actually shot by two cops. Uh. And he got shot in the spine and actually uh, lingered around for about a day before he actually died. So, Oops. you know, another one of those. But, uh, yeah, uh, blah, 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 1885, series of murders, blah, blah, blah. Perpetrator also left behind with a bare footprints of the perpetrator who forfeited his boots and able to stealthy entrance and exits. During the investigation of the crimes, the authorities had carefully noted the footprints, which were often bloodstained and had made distinct impressions in the soil as the perpetrator carried the weight of the victim, blah, blah, blah. Apart from general measurements, footprints in most instances are not especially distinctive and would not have been of much use, but the footprints left behind the servant girl murder crime scenes did share one distinct feature. The, one of the footprints only had four toes, according to... Mm a thing just literally called the Servant Girl Murders. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like a blog. It's like literally servantgirlmurders.com. All right, we'll go with that. Okay. So a couple of days of deliberation for that trial. <clears throat> it was six for guilty and six for not guilty. Uh, a day later, they had eight for no and three for conviction and one doubtful. So now this is January, uh, June 8th, 1887. This is two and a half years of investigations. Okay. Good times. Right. Then July 13th, the attacks resume. Oh, shit. Fuck. Whoops. Uh, Gainesville, Texas was 250 miles north of Austin. An 18-year-old named Ginny Watkins was visiting her friend Mamie Bostwick. Uh, they were two wealthy cattlemen's daughters. In the middle of the night, Mamie's mother heard a noise. She walked into the bedroom and saw a shadow of a man jump through the window. Jeannie was struck by an axe over the right eye. Uh, her eye driven out of its socket, Ugh. lying on her God cheek. damn it. Um, Mamie had just been struck under the right eye or in the right temple and the right corner of her nose to the center of her mouth, severing her lip. Oh, shit. Yep. Woof. Uh, Mamie survives. Uh, she never passed out, <laughs> but she God. didn't have any memory of the attack. Thank God. Uh, Jenny, Jenny stayed alive for 24 hours before she died. That's a good way to wake up, too, is just with that axe wound to the head. Oh, yeah. That's some the best part of waking up is axe wound. That's some Ricky-O fucking story of Ricky shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. By 2001 AD, 
capitalist countries have privatized all government organizations. Prisons, like parking lots, have become franchised businesses. Ricky Ho, age 21, blood type AB, parents unknown, brought up in an orphanage, didn't do well in both primary and high school. He joined a music school to learn the flute, then disappeared when he was a senior. Ricky Ho is extremely dangerous. So the next few days, the local police questioned nine local men, um, two Negroes, the rest Mexicans. Because a white man couldn't do it. Why would you ask if anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. So the fear of attack spread to North Texas and Dallas, too. So everybody in Texas is fucking on guard. Uh, at the time, too, people finally found out that Robinson, the mayor, hired the wrong Pickertons. <laughs> so yeah. he didn't even bother to run for re-election. <laughs> Probably a and good choice. Rival Joseph Nelson, uh, Nally won. Um, first thing he had done was erect 25 electric lamps around town, 20 to 30 foot high. I guess these are still around Austin, so if you still see these, or at least a couple of them. This is why they're there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the greatest idea since we've established that the murderer likes to chuck rocks at shit. <laughs> so I don't think it's as useful of a deterrent as one might think, but... We might spend a few minutes trying to chuck a rocket 30 foot into the air, though. Yeah, you know. And possibly hit himself in the own in his own head. And, you know. Then it would be like a fucking Coen Brothers movie, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, nothing happens until September. That's when news reports tell of a brutal killing and where... Whitechapel, East London, yes. That's only 4,295 miles away. Right. Uh, She was nearly decapitated, stabbed 37 times in the abdomen, twice in the genitals, kind of similar circumstances. Uh, So in London, there's no black people to arrest, so they arrest a Jewish immigrant. Of course. Um, A few days later, they find another six sex worker who was found stabbed to death named Annie Chapman. Uh, the knife wound to her neck and her intestines splayed out part of her uterus was missing too. Okay. Um, after that, a letter came to the papers signed uh, by, guess who? Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Uh. Mm-hmm. So back in Austin, uh, since nobody's getting murdered there, they believe Jack the Ripper is, and the servant girl annihilator are the same person. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. So, London police investigate more people, a Russian con man, an abortionist, uh, and an actor playing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, get him. Must be him. Fucking thespian. Uh, Get him. Right. (laughs) Only knives were used in the Whitechapel murders, though. Axes and bricks in Austin. Uh, People still drew comparisons, though. It's because the English don't have the axes around because they long ago cut down all their trees, so it's all about coal. Mm-hmm. That's why it's London fog. Yep. Because you're breathing in all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Texas murders, nobody carried away any organs, but Jack the Ripper did, and there were no letters to the le- editor in Texas claiming credit for the murders. Dear Writer's Digest. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, police investigated members of 
Buffalo Bills stage show mm-hmm. that were in town performing. <laughs> this is so sad. They find out that four Lakota uh, Indians were there inadvertently left behind in London. What? Uh, one was Black Elk who fought at Little Bighorn. Oh, like proper Black Elk so that they, that they named Hardy Peak after? Uh, probably Because it's now not. Black Elk Peak. Oh, maybe. <laughs> The fuck? Wait a second. Uh, uh, Buffalo Bills fucking show went to Europe. Oh yeah. I guess I must have missed that part from oh, the shit. fucking Buffalo Bill episode. We didn't ever did Buffalo Bill yet. We did Wild Bill. Two different guys. Oh, Wild Bill. Uh, we just talked about Buffalo Bill like yeah. a fuckload. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. And Wild Bill did yeah. do an old They're West show, but didn't. Yeah. Okay, that's why I'm getting mixed up. With. He yeah, he did an Old West show, but it's not the fucking Buffalo yeah, Bill show. The, okay. the Buffalo Bill show was like the cat's ass. He had everything going on. He had like sure, sure. buffaloes and... Damn, they went to fucking Europe? That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Not only did they go to Europe, they leave four of their Indians well, behind. Accidentally on purpose, probably. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I don't good know luck, if, fuckers. If, if you were one of the Lakota, would you necessarily want to go back to, you know... Yeah, no shit. You're a fucking. You're a, a rock star in Europe. I guarantee. Oh, they just. Call and you're you. just like. <laughs> oh, I missed the train. I don't know about rock star. Maybe like, look, Bobby, it's a red Indian. You know, and then they. Sure, sure. You know. But I'm sure it was fucking weird. Well, it's better. I'm than, sure it was very different. It's better than getting stuck in Pine Ridge. Fucking a. But they did help him get on with another touring stage show. This one run by Mexican Joe. That's all I have. Just a guy named Mexican, Mexican Joe's Joe. Wild West Show. I got. That's got to be like the store brand. It's like not even a Mexican guy. He's Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Got Iron Eyes Cody on there with him. It's a me, so, Mexican Joe. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so the London police found out about a Malaysian cook that was in town. Yep. That's the one who recently Alaska. been robbed by a woman. Uh, he said if he didn't recover his money, he would kill every woman in Whitechapel. It's a lot of women. Uh, this was the same guy uh, that was in Austin. He was investigated, and after he left Austin, he went to Galveston to get on a freighter to London. So, Whoa. Uh, police looked for this Malaysian cook, but couldn't find him. Um, they figured the story was made up. I don't know why. Seems can't be true. I don't yeah. want to deal with it. That's it's. I don't want to deal with it. Well, it's London's problem now. On December fourteenth, eighteen eighty-eight, another murdered sex worker named Mary Jane Kelly was found. Uh, she was emptied out of most of her organs, and also during that same time, February eighteen eighty-nine. Women were being butchered in Nicaragua. Prostitution again. But this Torah story turned out to be a hoax, though. So, Well, I like, yeah, I like how this is such a new phenomenon. They're just trying to tie it together no matter where. Tie everything it, uh, together. And meanwhile, in Perth, Australia, more women being killed. We're actually paying attention to it now. We suspect it's Austin Jack, people. Jack the ripping uh, servant girl annihilator. Right. Wow, that's a moniker. So back in Austin, three years had passed without any killings. So the investigation kind of stopped. Most of the suspects have moved away. The chicken thief guy, he was in prison. 
Swain, that comptroller, moved to uh, uh, Houston to practice law. Tobin, the madam of the hotel, would as was asked to leave town by the marshal, and her hotel burned to the ground mysteriously. Oh shit! Like yeah, mysteriously, not that mysteriously. Oh, if it's mysteriously, I would imagine that it went up like it was made out of flash paper. Yeah. It's gone. Uh, December 1889, Austin decides to build a dam there in town so cheap electricity could keep the city lit at night and the women folk could feel safe. Uh, the arc lights were 160 foot tall, or yeah, 165 foot tall. 160 so feet tall? Yep. Maybe that's the ones yeah, that are still around. Is that like uh, the uh, Days and Confused, like Moon Tower type thing? Oh yeah, you know, I didn't like the artificial together. sun, basically, or artificial moon. Because mm-hmm. I know that was you a said, Texas thing. You said they're arc lights, right? So they're basically like little weird Jacob's ladder kind of things, where there's just like like no. a fucking. Bzzz. I was gonna say arc light is also what they used to call when fucking B fifty twos would bomb the shit out of like North Vietnam. So I don't think it's that either. So Austin changed their fickle, uh, official nickname from the city of Violet Crown to the city of Eternal Moonlight. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's a cool fucking name, though. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking Anne Rice novel. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Moonlight Tower. Th- those towers are what we're talking about because they're the arc lamps. Yep, 165 feet tall is quite literally describing the thing that they climb up on Days of Confused. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Yeah, it was the dam, you said 1893, so that would have been the Tom Miller Dam. Is that Lake Travis? I'm trying to figure that out. No, it forms Lake Austin, which for some reason I never went to. We'd always go swimming and get drunk in Lake Travis, but yeah. Oh, shit. It's, okay. It's on the Col- no, Colorado River. Huh? The Okay, so they're called Moonlight Towers. Yeah. They look like fucking radio towers. Yeah. I've never, I've never even heard of this before. They look like radio towers, but they have like one, two, three, four, five little, five like bulbs, yeah. I guess, shining straight down in every direction. Holy shit, these are yeah. fucking crazy looking. Well, you've seen Days and Confused. Yeah, I just, well, not I, since I was in high school. Yeah, but that's literally what they go party underneath I, is one of those and they all climb it and shit. I just thought, I thought they were like climbing a radio tower or something. No, or, they're like, know, like party, a power. At, party at the moon tower, baby. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> wow, crazy. Uh, like, okay. I never... Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna post a fuckload of pictures of these, because they're cool as shit. Literally... In, and there's a lot of cool old tin types and stuff, too. Literally, in popular culture, the Zilker Park Tower was prominently featured in the film Days and Diffuse, 1993, yep. as the site of a high school cake party in which the character David Wooderson... Played by Matthew McConaughey, exclaims, Party at the Moon Tower! Alright. I'm gonna post these tin types too, because there's some cool fucking, uh, you know, newspaper, 1800s newspaper right. printings. We'll also post this, because uh, fast forward to August 1966. That's when Charles Whitman started his spree of shooting people uh, with the M1 carbine. God damn it. Uh, shot 43 and uh, killed 13 before he was shot by Austin police. So that kicked off the uh, the modern type of 
mass shooting bullshit. Serial mass shooting. Yeah, fuck. So Austin. Yeah. You know, I always thought, you know, Wisconsin was good for serial murderers, but. Yeah. Well, again, again, like the first. Austin is good too. You're, first, you're saying, first modern serial killers, like keeping Austin weird as fuck. Yeah, you're saying, always, you're saying Austin is innovative in its crimes against humanity and <laughs> fucking and finding new ways to murder, I guess. Yeah. Is that where mm-hmm. we're going with this? Yep. Well, that's a Texas innovation. Yeah. Well, all this is both specifically Austin. So. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, Texas innovation is, you know. Yeah. Figure out new and inventive ways to. Kill. You know, murder people. and well, right? Usually they put, you know, unstable people on death row or people mentally challenged people on death right. row and stuff or like just, that. Uh, that's not true. They, or, usually they put unstable and mentally challenged people in the fucking police department. Or in the Senate. Fucking yeah, we're in the Senate. Lo- looking at you, Cruz, you piece of shit. Yeah, enjoy your fucking one day, <laughs> one day vacation to fucking Cancun, you cocksucker. You fucking turd. <sighs> so nobody knows who killed. Uh, do you think it is the Malaysian dude? Since he was in both places at the uh, time. No, I think it was. I think it was multiple killers in Austin. For sure, there's not enough head trauma shit in in England. That's the thing. Like it, it like part of my brain thinks like it, it could start because serial killers they like take the leap into serial killerdom to like oh I have this fascination and they finally do the thing and like kill somebody and it's you know it's weird and awkward and you're like can't quite do your whatever you're because it's like a sexual thing kind of a lot of times too so they can't really get their uh uh uh, fetish off but then the fetish thing starts showing up right where he's like poking him in the brain there's always a head wound there's always brains leaking out you're always shoving a fucking like screwdriver through the front of their head or their ear or whatever and that's a thing and then so dude dis dude disappears in this scenario goes off to england and then is cutting like organs out Right. So, I mean, new news of the fucking news of the shit from Texas probably made it to fucking England. Could have been. And it and it and it fucking emboldened somebody who was thinking about doing that kind of shit to go do it. Well, but why did it take, you know, from the dawn of civilization to now for people to start doing this type of stuff. Oh, because so. it probably wasn't reported on. I, it, it might be the invention of like of quick mm. transmission translation or transmission of information. Or right? or just actual detective work as a whole. You yeah. Because a lot of times there'd probably be like a bunch of chicks disappearing and they're just like, ah, it's the husband. It's always the husband. Lock yeah, him yeah. up. Or it's like, well, she's just a servant girl who gives two shits. There's a lot of that, yeah, and, too. and honestly, bef- before this, there were probably serial killers that were killing, like, slaves, and nobody fucking cared, because they're not, they're not classified as human. They're, right. they're cattle or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, you get to kill all sorts of things to satisfy that bloodlust, but now sure. if you're in town working a nine-to-five job, you don't get that outlet. Oh, sure. Right. So you're, if you're, like, Tom Horn out there just blasting people... Well, but he's getting paid too. Mm-hmm. He's getting paid. He's hired. Well, but yeah. it's more like more, more like a fucking Boone Helm though. Like he wasn't always getting paid for shit. I yeah, mean, but he, if he, he wanted to eat chunks of you, maybe. But yeah, 
But if you if you look at he wasn't in like a an organized society. He wasn't in a city. Right. Boonhelm was like always out in the woods somewhere, fucking mountains, like doing shit. Because he was usually wanted. Part. He was usually being pursued. So totally. But uh, oh, what's the point I'm trying to make? Um, if you look at most serial killers, they usually target uh, parts of society that nobody gives a fuck about. Right. Sex sex workers poor people mm-hmm. right you know what i mean like like slaves fucking recently people that were slaves but are now like you know right. part of society but they're now the bottom rung of society right yeah i don't and I so don't. nobody and again nobody gives a fuck until higher parts of uh, you know like higher rung people in society are affected no that's that's absolute yeah yeah no i get you there i'm just saying I see enough distinction between some of these that are all blamed on the same thing. Yeah, to, I think to, the, to the, think rock, the at, rocks to think there's at least like one or two like copycat type deals going on. True. Um, also, you know, Will's talking about the one that crops up after the trials, but that's you know far enough outside of Austin where it could be unrelated to because like uh, like I said, get- this uh, the servant girl murders dot uh, com thing that I was looking at. They do lay out a pretty good case for at least some of it being this that Elgin cat. Because, I mean, when he was shot, he had been just pulled off a, a woman that he was, like, dragging out of a saloon. And she's, like, screaming, and people are trying to get him off of him. And he pulls a knife on him, and they get shot a couple times. You know, that guy was clearly sure. out there trying to harm a woman for sure. Yeah. You know. But uh, th- did he uh, kill... All these ladies? No, not. I don't think so. I think there, there's the the rock the rock chucker guy that that's definitely like out there trying not to be seen and just like seeing what he can get away with because he, you know, again like this is the first time this shit's in the news ever. Right. So you're seeing this fucked up shit in the news and it's it's like emboldening to other people that are like, man, I wish I could just go out and just throw rocks at people, right, or whatever. And so this guy's like, ha ha, and he like sneaks into yards throwing rocks. That's his mo. Cool. He's one guy. The fucking the the axe in the face, motherfucker. Right. Uh, who who's probably also the like you know screwdriver in the ear, motherfucker. Right. Screwdriver in the forehead, motherfucker. That's a that's a separate separate guy altogether. Yeah, I would and, say so. And probably trying to wear a fucking disguise so he doesn't get caught. Right. And could you know could be anybody. Could be like you know someone raised on a farm but is now a, a socialite or or a you know, politician or something living in the upper crust of society and just like, I need to take these, these like animalistic feelings out on the fucking whoever and just goes to these, you know, low class, lower class neighborhoods and start fucking people up. Well, I'm just saying if this thing is to be believed and if, if the uh, authorities in Austin were finding some four toed footprints and that's supposedly a detail they didn't tell the press. Yeah, and then this guy has four toes and is caught. Like, I mean, there's a pretty good chance he might have been something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah, he's for seen, sure. He definitely seems like he had an axe to grind with uh, lady folk, and uh, <laughs> it was definitely not but, adverse to <clears throat> the violence. So, but also, who knows? Like, we weren't there, and all we're getting is like a tinted lens, like view of of uh history right that's very true but i i I just had to believe jack the ripper shit was not related it's just his it's satanic panic type shit 
you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Totally. And again, that stuff was probably already happening, but nobody was like pinning it together. Right. Bought our shirts from T Public. We got one with Pancho Villa eating a ice cream cone. It is pretty rad. Bought our shirts from T Public. We have four, I think. They're really good. Bold designed them himself. He has two thumbs. And that's. And stuff. Buy our shirts from T Public. There's one with Bass Reeves. He's a kick-ass marshal from the territories. Buy one now. Buy one now. You fucking idiots. What are you from Miles City? Fuck you in the butt. sort of documentary about Charles Bronson and the original script for the mechanic they were gay for each other. Are it, you serious? You kind of you kind of <laughs> so you, you kind of got that feel anyway. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. You just I yeah, felt like it was uh sort of those lovelorn, you know, loveless loveless relationships, you know, or they just share the same house but the the spark has gone out. So you go eat eat ice cream cone while you watch Frogman blown up a boat or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but so for uh first first recorded serial killer. As far as we know. I mean mm-hmm. dep- as far as we know. Depends on what you define a serial killer is. There I'm sure there was yeah. like I said, I mean Boonhelm is almost kinda well, every every almost every episode of this podcast, that's my reaction to a lot yeah. of people. I mean John just like, John oh, Wesley yeah. Harden. Yeah, you know, like most like like actual gunfighters that kill a lot of people. Like, eh, I mean, they're not they're taking pleasure in doing it, but they're not doing the perverse like I'm gonna put a screwdriver in your head and no, stick but, my dick in. Well, your okay, gut. so neither did the fucking son of Sam, though. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Mister Forty Four for a fucking reason. Sure, sure, sure. You know, yeah. So and like H H Holmes, like were but he he played he it like was a game. Money to but he was getting money from insurance and stuff like oh, that. Too, sure, yeah. So. But he was also enjoying it. Like he 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 built a fucking fun house, mm-hmm. and like had a good time, like trapping you know <laughs> trapping people like rats and that's some crazy shit. But yeah, yeah. And just the sheer amount of you know, oh, there's just people just keep on going missing. Well, yep. what are you gonna do? You know, arrest as many black people as possible. Yep, that's <laughs> been the answer in this country for. Way too Forever. fucking long. <laughs> Fuck. Wait. Should we have this for Black History episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we should have almost saved it for Halloween, but whatever. We, it'd been getting a little too family fr- friendly around here, so you got to throw some grizzly leaking heads in and some. Yeah, totally. I, I, you guys have been taking it easy on me for too long now, and uh, right, you know, I, I brought up the 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 fucking romance novel, and then you guys just kind of. You know, 
weak, weakified the show for a minute, but I'm no. glad we're back to full-on to, atrocities. To, yeah, just hating this state of humanity and yep. the things that we do to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. And with, with that, somebody shoot me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. See y'all next week.